Ooh. I think it's already started. Yeah, we have a large group today. Okay, give everyone just a few more moments, Kim, and we are getting ready to start. We are live streaming now, a little early. Hi, everyone. Yeah. We have about uh, 70 or so showing up. Yeah. So we'll give this a few moments. And meanwhile, before we begin, you know, I, I'm willing to take some, some other questions and stuff before I dive right into the content. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> go ahead and, and chat away if you'd like. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. I'm really grateful that you let me in for free. That's really sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Well, there's a podcast free for everyone. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But, but I'll take it. Sure. I'll, I'll take credit. No, we're good. <laughs> well, okay. Fair. So it's still your free time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just a way for me to, uh, to share with everyone, right? Um, give them a little, little healing, um, you know, feel, yeah. feel the, uh, the frequency, well, ask questions, yeah. you know, those type of things. Yeah. There's a few people that do it now, like you said. Um, but I, I've been on this journey my whole entire life. What? I feel like I'm wasting my life, but I know I'm not. Mm. And I'm a highly conscious being. And I want to know, is there, I, every time I ask about my pineal gland, they say, no, there's nothing wrong with it. But then what the freak? I, I, I mean, I, I want to communicate with animals. I I want to do so much. The desire of the human to do all these imagine these amazing uh, magical things, but it doesn't always align with their, their sole purpose or sole mission, the the reason they're here. Everybody may want to levitate and fly, but does that actually mean there's a purpose for that? With you, with you specifically, well, the pineal gland is just fine. There's not really a purpose for you to access it at this time. You are here indeed balance out those energies up there. Your purpose here is to go through those struggles to remove the things from the past so you can move forward in the future. And when you mean future, we mean additional lives after this and so on and so forth. You do have access to the pineal gland, but rest assured, it is not in the same capacity as you may see on TV. So what is my mission? Your mission is just what I said, to balance out those energies from the past lives so that you can move forward in the next ones. It That's sounds it? generic. Sometimes it's all <laughs> we're here for, right? You know, not every yeah. mission is big. Okay, yeah. but not every mission has to encompass the entire world. Sometimes no, it's just ourselves. True, true. Yep, yep. And, and, and that really is the biggest mission of all. You know, someone told me the other day, you know, when the airplane's going down, what do you have to do? You have to take care of yourself first. And that really is a message of 2024, right? Let's go inside, let's take care of you, and then you can take care mm -hmm. of others as well. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, you're doing fine. <laughs> so today, welcome everyone. So I'm gonna go ahead and um, we begin chatting here and good talking. I know we're about halfway full. Um, they'll, we'll trickle in as they, they trickle in. Uh, so welcome to show number three, right? I guess I'm supposed to know what I'm talking about. No, not really. Um, I'm just, just, just laughing with my, my team here. It always works out. We're going to do the meditation here once we, we get some more folks in, because I really don't want those folks to, uh, to lose that opportunity. You know, one of the things I do like to share are updates that are, that are happening in my world. 
so when these energies came in uh, in December, I don't really think I understood the complexity and the intensity of what's about to take place with me. And as I sit here, I'm exhausted. I mean, exhausted. My body is full of pins and needles. It's numb. And, and they're smiling because they're like, we told you, it's not going to be comfortable going through this. Just because that event happened on December 12th, where Kameric came in and began that merging process, it takes a while. It takes up to three months. Not only that, but it needs to be done in an environment that's high frequency and can sustain the changes that are taking place. So my entire life is shifting at this very, very moment. Starting in March at some point, and I'm not sure exactly when, I'll know as get closer, I will not be doing any more private sessions for a good month to month and a half. I'll still be doing the podcasts and the transformational healing uh, groups that I do every two weeks, and I'll take the private sessions as I can. I will be traveling to Mexico uh, for a month or two, um, sitting in a jungle on a beach while they do these upgrades. Sounds like fun, right? No, no, it's not. Not at all. I mean, it sounds exciting, but they have to physically move me into a place that uh, can sustain what's going to take place. So I am exhausted a little right now, and it's going to continue to to do its thing. And you'll notice my calendar looks a little little thinner in terms of availability. That's because they're, they're shutting down my availability so I can allow them to do their thing. So that's really, really um, the biggest thing. So uh, real quick here, Mary Ellen, the recordings are actually on the uh, Conscious Awakening Network's YouTube channel for me. Um, I'll need to get that that link. And it's usually up there a couple days later, but these recordings are, are absolutely there. Um, yeah, so that's the biggest thing, right? Uh, I'm uncomfortable in the physical body, and uh, it impacts me quite often. So some of the other things, um, I will be in Sarasota, Florida, uh, this Sunday um, for my 7 p.m. lecture, which is kind of along the same things that we we do in this podcast. I'll do a healing for the groups. I usually grab a few people out of the audience and do some healings on them. And the Cosmic Center has been with me for the past year, so I'll be giving them the, you know, the, the nitty gritty on, on what's happening. And then finally, uh, on uh, Tuesday night up in Sarasota, I have the in-person transformational group healing. Well, that'll be um, quite spectacular, to say the least, uh, considering the, um, you know, the last group healing that I did uh, last week. And I know if anybody had the recording, they actually didn't see it, but my hands started posturing, my legs were posturing during the um, the DNA spin-up. Just so much intense frequency running through the body, it's, it's actually having a difficult time processing it, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, those are, are, are the most important things, right? And then uh, keep doing the podcast and the group healings. So tonight, um, I do have a, a message from Kameric, um, and then we're going to jump into the transformational healing. Um, and I'll show you one particular exercise around the ego, and then we're just going to open it up for questions. Let's chat. You know, let me help you understand things about whatever specifically. Um, 
One thing I don't necessarily do in the podcast are the individual healings. Sometimes I will, but those are usually reserved for the group sessions where then I'll go around one by one if, if there's availability and time. But otherwise, questions and such, I, I, I'm definitely, definitely available for. So I did ask Kameric, the higher self inside me, you know, for a channel message tonight, and he came through and he wouldn't let me reword it. Right, because I got to tell you, Trish is in the audience, and so is Rob, and they're going to flip out with the grammar. You know, they, they're, they're writers. They, they're not going to handle this. So that's just me being fun. No, Did you mute me? Somebody muted me. Yeah, you went out. You were muted. Yeah. That was my. That was Kim. I bet. <laughs> All right, hold on a second here. So, yes, I'm um, sorry, I was trying to unmute someone else and I, I muted you, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries at all. Go ahead. So again, right, this will get us on a little choppy, but I'm gonna go back and, and try to help everyone understand what's happening, what he's trying to convey. He says, it is the place that we seek that is right in front of us. It is so in front of us that if we could step out of the body and turn and look back at ourselves, we would instantly recognize the place we seek is already with us. From this perspective, if you were to dive into your body and then up through the chakras and out, your and out to your energy bodies immediately surrounding you, you would experience your upper self and the understanding of who you are would be such a strong knowing that all doubts of your existence and purpose would noticeably be absent. It's just the body that keeps you in those dense frequencies. As you raise your frequency in the energy bodies and subsequently in the physical bodies, the knowing of who you are, your purpose, your mission, all reappear like a simple memory you forgot. Your current understanding of everything that has happened and is happening in your life takes on a whole new, higher frequency perspective. And you can clearly see why those things occurred and move through it with grace and ease, releasing all. To reach this magical place of knowing is not that difficult at all. It starts with the healing of the mind and the body, and then a daily practice of journeying inward to build that energy muscle. Notably absent here is the requirement to follow a specific pattern, a process, modality, or a social influencer. The only requirement is that you do the work to raise your frequency to unlock the access of who you are. So when he, he, he channeled that to me, you know, I, I was kind of scratching my head trying to understand what was the message. And it is still a consistent message. Go inward. You're really not that far away from everything you're seeking. You would be surprised how many people start their one-on-one -on -one sessions with me. What are my guides trying to tell me? Clear any ancestor stuff, any past life stuff, any childhood stuff, and let me know when you're done. <laughs> Right? And then that's immediately followed by, what is my purpose? What is my mission? Why am I here? It's a common question for every single person. Some of us have access to that. You know, we've done the work or work's done on us. And others of us really, really struggle to even find the entrance to that, to that long journey path, if you will. And the message is simply this. Your answers are right in front of you. They're right inside of you but you need to surrender, you need to go in, you need to do the work to heal yourself, 
when we say heal yourself, we are talking emotional, physical, mental, galactic, all the above. We're trying to remove all those frequencies that are detrimental to your ascension process, right? Again, I like to use the idea of a hot air balloon with those sandbags. Every time we do work on ourselves, any work on ourselves, we get to drop a sandbag and we get to go up a little higher, a little higher, and a little higher. And that's how you should look at every single step of the way. And eventually, it'll be exactly where you need to be, soaring above the clouds. And that was literally, they just put those words in my mouth, but it sounds good, doesn't it? So, yep. everything's possible. And you guys are able to do everything that's possible. So just continue to believe in yourself and, and showing up for things like this. You know, and, and I always stress, um, it's important to, to do the things that resonate with you. You know, it's important not to listen to this broadcast if it doesn't resonate with you or to do the sessions with me. It's important that you always constantly look for the potential of a particular tool and modality and practice to continue to elevate you, elevate you where you need to be. Uh, there is no perfect tool. There is no perfect person that's going to, to do everything that you need. There is no one-stop shop uh, in terms of spirituality and someone delivering all of it. So, you know, spread those wings and, and, and pull in more of those folks that can help you along your journey. Okay, so let's go ahead and um, let's do that meditation, right? Let's go ahead and get the, the, the party started. And uh, we'll get everybody just to kind of silence everything, silence your phones. If you uh, need to use a restroom, probably should have. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and, <laughs> and get started here. Alright, there we go. Please visualize. Please make sure everyone's muted, please. Thank you. Please visualize above my head a blue ball, a blue sphere of energy. Very alive, very vibrant. Get excited. I'd like you to reach up above my head and pull that blue spear, that blue ball into your chest, into your heart. And as you do that, please watch it expand, 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 expand all around you. So that blue spear is around your body, six feet, all directions. But it's your container, your safe space. This is your energy and only your energy allowed. Please visualize above your head, your head, a golden ball, golden orb, if you will. So about a foot above your head. It is consciousness. Please repeat these words externally or internally. But repeat these. I wish to connect to the highest of the high, closest to source, that is in 100% alignment with me and my missions. As you say that, visualize or pull down that ball, the orb, the orb into your heart, please. And just let it stay there. That is your higher self, not in your body. 
Please visualize tree roots growing from the bottom of your heart. Allow those tree roots to go down your torso. And out both your legs, down your legs. Further, further. As you go down, pass the knees, pass the ankles, and out into Mother Earth. Further down, down, and down. Do you see the core of the earth? And please wrap those tree roots around three times counterclockwise. One, two, and three. And please pull them snug with love. Please visualize the pink light from the Sirius star system. And allow that come down through the crown and gently anchor into the top of the heart, please. A little brighter, a little stronger. Please visualize the white light from the Atena star system. And allow that to come down through the crown. And again, anchor into the top of the heart. Visualize above you a beam of red energy, about six inches in circle. It's way above your head, comes down, down to the center of you. And continues down, all the way down into the ground, past your feet. And as you look at this, you begin to see orbs. Silver energy with orbs coming down from the top. And they come down in the counterclockwise direction. Very gentle. As they come down, they are consciousness and they are seeking to work on those very aspects that you need assistance with. And as you watch the scene, that red beam gets wider and wider and wider and now your entire body is in the red beam more and more orbs begin coming down swirling all around and as you think about those things you're asking for help with those conditions those symptoms those situations talk to those orbs Tell them you want help with the kidneys, you want help with the heart, you want help with the lungs, you want help with fill in the blank. And as you do that, those orbs will begin moving around those very areas and others. And begin working on them. Still, they are moving counterclockwise with intention, with love. They continue, they continue. As you watch that red energy, that red light, it now begins to shift into a very soft blue. 
as this happens, the orbs themselves begin to replicate the color, and the energy and the frequency, and there's a new intensity that surrounds the healing that's taking place. New energy, new codes, new frequencies. Very, very busy they are. Let's keep watching them, keep watching them. Calmer, calmer, lighter, lighter. And as you continue to watch this energy, and now shifts into an orange hue, sunrise. And this happens. The orbs again, take on this new, beautiful orange hue. And they're getting wider, wider, larger. Larger, filling up the entire body, overlapping. This orange light begins to get brighter and brighter, just like the sun coming up in the morning. It gets brighter and brighter. The orbs begin to disappear. Like evaporation, taking the energies, they no longer serve you with them. Watch the orange get brighter. Brighter and brighter. Please visualize the white diamond plasma coming from a place beyond source. And as this white diamond plasma travels through source, it enters the top of the head and immediately finds its way down to the top of the spine right under the cranium, like a beautiful wet diamond liquid paint, begins to pour down, hitting the shoulders, right down the spine, further down, from the shoulder blades, down, down, arch of the back, all the way down, and now it enters the tailbone. Allow the tailbone to light up brighter, brighter and brighter and as this happens you begin to see tree roots white tree roots growing from that tailbone and they begin going down each leg continue down past the knees past the ankles and then mother earth and they continue down further and further until again it reaches the core of the earth and wrap them counterclockwise three times. One, two, and three. Visualize a green tube of energy. On the one end of the tube is your heart, the open red rose, of the under end of the tube, because it is my heart, the thousand petal white lotus. And as you watch that light lotus, you begin to see the pink hearts coming out, bouncing down the tunnel and being absorbed into your heart. More and more and more. And I ask that you just watch that for the next few moments. 
very very soft today very very soft you're still delivering just feel it okay everyone you can come out of that ear Availability, feel comfortable. That'll be it. Okay. So anybody, if you guys have been doing this for a while, even with the other ones, uh, the group ones, this was a very soft one. Uh, the delivery wasn't as hard. Okay. It doesn't change anything. Just working on different frequencies in the body. I think the other day we had a lot of people actually pass out instantly going out. So, um, what, um, what I like you to do is put any questions in the, in the chat window. If you have any, the other thing is, um, I want to, I want to talk about the egoic mind for a moment. And then I want to open it up for questions of anything. You know, I find 80% of the sessions that I do. While the healing's taking place, the client doesn't necessarily respond to it instantly or it moves through the body, right? Or they're like, ah, no, it still hurts, it still hurts. And when that happens, I get the, the intuition, the guidance to get the ego out of the way. Now, the ego isn't a bad thing in this context. It's just part of who we are, but we have to manage it, right? And the ego's job really is to control us. Ultimately, they are tricksters and they do want to be in charge. And the ego is responsible for, you know, interpreting a conversation, probably not exactly as it may have been intended. It's designed to poke our buttons, if you will. So when the ego is involved, I have, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this process first. Okay. And then we're going to, to actually do the exercise, but the process is really simple. I'll have the client drop, drop into their eyes and using their mind, not their psychic spidey senses. I will ask them to tell their ego to show him or herself. It's a simple question. Ego show yourself. Now the ego smart. Most of the time the ego 
will pretend not to be there. It'll show up as a color black behind a black background, right? But you know it's there, like there's something there. Sometimes it's a little dot or a color. But then other times it shows up as a little boy or a little girl. It doesn't matter how it shows up. It's there. You ask it to be there, it's there. So then I have the client ask a very, very simple question. And I tell them to do it directly from the heart, not from the lips, but from the heart. And the question is this, directly to the ego. Do you feel loved? Simple question. Sometimes they'll say yes. And every time they say yes, they're lying. <laughs> they don't want to do the work you're about to do. Other times, and most of the times, they will say no, or they won't respond. Okay, and that is the exact response. And the clients, interestingly enough, will sometimes get emotional because they've done all this work on self-love. And they're like, my gosh, I, I'm not loved. And it's important to separate that emotion from what's actually happening. And the ego is just playing tricks on you. So when we get to that point, I tell the client to send the image of the ego love from the heart. Now, I never really know how they do it. The clients don't tell me how they do it. Everyone's different, right? We all experience and feel differently, but they do. And then we wait a few seconds, maybe up to a minute and a half or so at some point. And we wait for that presentation to change. We wait for the color to change. We wait for the, the, the shape to change. We wait for the, the little boy, the little girl to change because they will change. The presentation will change. You're raising the frequency of the ego. It's going to present differently. So then when it does that, we repeat the same question. Now, do you feel loved? We usually get a eh. yes, no, little resistance. And sometimes we get a flat out no. Well, as they say in the commercials, right? Wash, rinse, repeat. So we go back. And we send the ego more love. We send the ego so much love, it literally can't take it. And that's the whole idea. Raise the frequency of the ego. The ego will present differently. And then we'll ask the question, now do you feel loved? And by this time, we get a yes. We get a little girl, a little boy smiling. We get a presentation. And then we ask the ego a trick question of our own. Do you want more of that? They'll say yes. And then you make them agree to a deal. I will give you more love, but you can't interfere with my healing session today. Okay. And when they agree and they will, you pick up that ego. And I usually make the, the funny term by the scruff of the neck because you have to manhandle the ego at this point and place him or her directly into your heart in a beautiful love-filled space, again, design it as your own. Back out of the room and lock the door with the golden key. Now, it sounds easy, right? Kind of is. But when we do that, the pain disappears. It stops moving around in the body. And the work I'm getting ready to do or have done at that point begins actually working. Your ego is incredibly powerful, and it is not your friend in your healing journey. 
So you have to include it. You can't ignore it. I tell my clients to do that exercise once a day, every day. And eventually, when you show up and you ask the ego, do you feel loved? You know they feel loved. And the work's almost done. You still want to keep doing it once in a while. And for best practice, I tell the clients, anytime you're getting ready to go into an argument, an important conversation, a negotiation deal, get the ego to step aside because it'll influence your life in every aspect, right? It'll work with you if you work with it. So, you know, it's difficult for me to show this exercise to a group, okay? Because everybody's experience is going to be different. So I'm going to leave you with those instructions. And if any of you have a difficult time or can't uh, uh, get to where you may think you need, send me an email, right? And I'll try to give you some instructions over email. And I believe it's in the, the chat window, Ken at uh, KenLloydOfficial.com. You know, I am here to help you absolutely the best I can. Some of these tools I just can't do on the group. They're individual, but they are so effective, so effective so often. So with that being said, Let's just go ahead and open this up for, for conversations, for chat, and see if I can help anybody else with some of the things going on with them. And again, it's not so much of a healing session as it is just an education session. You know, those questions you have about your journey, about things going on, somebody else has them as well. So let's just freeform. Let's go ahead and raise your hand. And Kim, can you uh, look for anybody who wants to, to chat it up? We have the first one. Patty has, um, do we all have the necessary frequencies for the meditations? Right. I think that came in while we we're doing the meditation. And the answer is absolutely yes. Okay. They're all stored in my field and they are uniquely coded for you. So every, every condition, every symptom, every situation has a frequency. Okay. A code, I call them codes. And over the past three years, and as I work on people, those codes are being created in my field, which means when you show up to do the meditations, you're getting exactly what you need. It's already prepared. It's done prepared. I hope that answered that question. Huh? What does Chimeric look like? It? Yeah, do you see the Zoom one? <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you, that's a really good question. Yeah, I wonder. And, how... and here's the difficulty with that answer. Chimeric is from the 22nd dimension. Now, to put this into context, and I'll put the disclaimer out there. Some people will tell you there's a thousand dimensions, there's 114 dimensions, you know, so on and so forth. And I'm not here to negate that in any way, shape or form. I'm simply here to put this into context. From the perspective of Khmer, the 22nd dimension is the last dimension before you merge back in with source. When you're in that dimension, you have no shape. You're just light or sound. But I don't know what shape he takes. If he could take a embodiment, I don't know what he would look like. The, the, like a vacation, not a vacation, the trip I need to take was going to open up that communication with him and all of them in me. Right now, they're very silent and very quiet, waiting for that environment to begin to do uh, the full merge. So when that happens, I think those questions be a lot easier for me to ask. And he's saying no. It'd be a lot easier for him to answer 
So as you notice, I do a, a, a channeling from Kameric and he'll come in and answer questions now and then you'll, you'll, you can kind of sense when it happens, but he'll be front and center after this, this shift and he will be running the show. So it'll be a very, very different perspective on the way questions are answered. So go ahead. Was there additional, uh, so uh, can you address dreams? I mean, specifically, what about dreams? See, dreams are going to be a little different for everyone. Some people, they're a gateway out, and some of the people, they're a gateway in. And what we mean by that, the dream state is an opportunity for us to do the things that we're always doing anyways, but in a way that we can potentially remember, potentially visualize. Some people do astral travel. Part of their consciousness leaves the body, goes up, does, does the work they're doing up there, and they come back. What well, addition that is natural process, natural process. For others, it is an opportunity for the soul to rest. In Ken's case, it's rest, rest, rest. He's already doing the work in the daytime, and he's up there at all times. Dreams are different for all. Sometimes the dreams themselves are the message. But that in a way that a body can allows the universe to communicate with you without words. Through symbolism, through images. And then again for others, you are literally visiting and occupying another version of you happening simultaneously in what appears to be another time, place, or space. Some of you have access to all your realities when you check out of the daytime. Okay. So, yeah, right? We've yeah. done my dream interpretation. You know, it's like one book does it all. It's not the case. Every single person is different. My dreams are, are boring. Right? I don't, I don't have spiritual dreams. And other people, I mean, they're, they're out there kicking ass, right? They're, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff up there, right? And of course, they're waking up in cold sweats, but that's another story. <laughs> so, we have some more questions. Yeah. Um, Cheryl says, is the ego the same as the person, personal? Um, Patricia, is the ego the same as the persona? For the context of your question, yes, yes, yes. You could use that to, 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 be, to be understood by others. We, we do want to stress that there is a fine line between telling somebody you are an ego, between telling somebody your ego is in the way, and the ego that we discussed today, please separate the two. While they are, in essence, the same energy, the perspective that you place on that is not productive. Moriyateshi, you're there to help the ego, not to call the ego into shame of others. It is not shameful. Okay? Wow, that's a good one. Trish says, why Mexico? The place that they're taking me uh, into Mexico has no roads. They do have cell signal and some Wi-Fi. Uh, you can only get there by boat and it's surrounded by jungle. What better place to, to raise your frequency than nature? And that's really exactly what it is. In order for this process to happen, I need to be that um, isolated from crowds, isolated from the day-to-day -day 3D stuff so this can take place. Mexico just happens to be what they chose. It wasn't me. I am so glad they didn't choose Alaska. I will tell you that. <laughs> I'm from Florida. We're not doing Alaska. <laughs> so what's next? Patty says, what faith should be placed in astrology? Is astrology really a faith? 
When you look at the word, the faith is a belief system, that doctrine that you follow. Astrology is a guideline. It's a, it's a window into the soul, a window into your origins, a window into the potentials of what you could be. Your patterns, your traits, the divine essence of your creation lies in your astrology chart. It's not faith. It's not a faith-based system. It's a science system. And you should place as much interest in that as you desire. And you will find commonalities and patterns that resonate with you, but not all the time. It is a very powerful tool into you. I hope that helped. Yeah. Georgia says, can we use this meditation every day? Will it be effective as we do now with everyone? Will it, be it, it, it is. So the meditations that I'm doing in, in the free uh, podcast here, they are relatively um, simple. And what I mean simple is, what do we spend 10, 15 minutes on that maybe, right? To bring those energies in and, and a lot of work's done. And every time you listen to it, you will get a different healing in your body, okay? The codes are always there for everything that needs to be done, but everything comes in layers. And sometimes we have to peel the layers back that are hidden before we get to the ones that are hurtful. And that's what these energies do. When I do my group sessions on those Thursday nights, we go for about an hour, 45 minutes or so. And I tell everyone to go ahead and listen to it again, no earlier than four days, because so much in your body has to shift from that. And when you listen to it, you'll get new healings, you'll get new emotional purges, you'll get more things happening in the body. And listen to it again and again, by all means. And then as you do that, your frequency is being elevated from your 3D to your 5D harmonics just by being in the session with me. And this here is literally what they were talking, Kameric was talking about in the beginning of the show about raising your frequency, the body's frequency. And you do that through the healing. So you do that through this and by connecting through me, either virtually or in person, as your frequency raises, the healing happens and you move along your ascension journey. For the group sessions, I tell everyone, listen to it at least once every two weeks or do something with it once every two weeks to keep your frequency elevated while you still continue down your journey. So yes, listen to it over and over. I will tell you also finally, guys, that there are side effects with the meditation that take place and that could be insomnia, headaches, things you'll feel odd or weird. I don't know about today's because today was a soft one, but on the website, my website, kenwoodofficial.com, under the menu item, work with Ken, you'll see transformational healing protocol. Just grab that and follow it. And that'll help you get through the energies and allow the, the energies to, to shift through you and flow through you. So what have we got here? The next one. Kim? Amy says, I told my ego that I loved it. And it told it that it was an important part of team Amy that I needed her, but she had to cooperate with the rest of the team. Does this make sense? Is it true that she is an important part of me and can actually assist me in my journey? She will assist you in your journey, but probably not in the ways that you expect. We think assistance in the journey and the idea of somebody helping somebody in a wheelchair up a stair or crutches up a stair. That is not going to happen with your ego. She's going to assist you in your journey to learn the lesson you need to learn. It's just the opposite assistance, right? 
Let me create the scenario for the lesson to appear so you can learn it. So yes, she is going to help you, but she is that friend you probably don't want to take with you to every party, right? <laughs> okay, so yes, yes, here to help, just not the way you thought. Yeah, the next one, uh, what if your dream state is being assessed by negative energies? You have contracts, you have deals, you have situations you need to deal with. You need to be trained. If you need to be trained, you need to be protected if you need to be protected. But nonetheless, you need to break those contracts. Those things will follow you back into the 3D world and create havoc in your 3D environment. This is something that needs to be addressed. Whoever said that, whoever brought that up. Uh, I got one here from Amanda regarding hard time with visualization. Is that a problem? Uh, and this is great. Um, no. In fact, you don't even have to follow along with anything. All right. The reality, and I tell everyone this, the visualization is really a distraction. We want to get the eyes and the mind busy doing something other than focusing on what's flowing through the body. We want you to surrender to the imagery right? Not analyze the energy. And I think that just rhymed. I could be wrong. But that's why you have the visualization. And it does not matter what happens. You could, you could tap right out and go, go out of body experience. You know, you could find yourself on a beach. I never mentioned a beach. It does not matter. And the less that you worry about that, the stronger you're going to receive because you've just surrendered to the moment and allow the universe to deliver whatever it needs for you at that moment, even if it's cartoons. Okay. Yeah. Trish says, good answer about astrology, Ken. Yeah. By the way, Trish is great with astrology. This is what uh, one of the, one of her pastime and, uh, you know, important traits. So, you know, thank you for the, for the feedback, Trish, because I, I knew you were in the audience. I'm like, I don't know what they're going to say, but we're going to get it from Trish if they say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Cheryl says, is the astrology chart a visual representation of the soul contract? No, no, not the soul contract, the soul, your essence, and not this lifetime, all lifetimes. And it's not about your origins necessarily either, just because my star chart says Pegasus. Is that where I'm from? Potentially not. But that's where the strongest energy is that I align to at this point in time. That is the energy that lined up when I was ready to come in and I, and I aligned to using the word line with. So it's not about your, your contracts at all. It's just about the energy influencing your personality, your decisions, your choices. So would it be um, more like a template? In the context, yes, because ultimately you can choose to do none of those things, right? I'm a Libra. I'm balanced. I could choose not to be unbalanced. I could choose to be so far one way. It's ridiculous, right? We all have those choices. It brings us out of alignment with who we are, but that's still a choice. It's still an experience, right? So it would be like a guidance that shows us where to go. Uh, yeah, it is. So what they're doing is, you know, when you put your, you lick your finger and you put it up into the air and you're checking the wind direction, they're saying it's kind of like that. Am I aligned to that astrology chart? Do I resonate with this? Oh my God, I do. Somebody knows me out there. Makes us feel good when that astrology prediction comes through, right? It is important. It's important for our soul to recognize that. Thank Something you. Something out there knows us. I'm sorry. 
So Ken, there's one that comes up from Sun uh, Shower Rose. Gayla mm -hmm. writes the question as her hands up. It does not show up that she has a hands up on mine, but I just unmuted her or asked her to unmute. Thank you. I do have a question regarding okay. regarding when um, you talk about we watch a, a, a video live, right? And then you tell us to wait four days after. Mm -hmm. So now this is the one, two, three, four. Well, I did at least two or three that were the $75 ones. Right. And then I did a private one. And mm -hmm. I'm like, do I need to keep track? As, no. You know, don't, don't, don't make it complicated. Are you getting so, results? Yes, I am. But I want to know about the, the last one, which was a private session, which was quite intense. Do I do that every four days? Or do I need to, I need to day. No, 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 no. The, the private sessions themselves they are like they're, they're, they're like laparoscopic surgery if you want to use a medical terminology right we're going in there and we're doing the exact thing that we need to do at that time right and okay. we are looking for that instant relief or validation or situation and it's not always like that right um sometimes there are many sessions that are need dependent on the situation those what do you appreciate when you listen to those again what you're going to find in there are those hidden clues in the conversation that you missed the first time or the second time. And that's why you go back for the private session repeat to the replays, right? And sometimes you'll go back a year later and say, oh, yeah, that thing. I do that. Okay. And another quick question related to the $75 one. So I'm staying with a friend. Back bothers him a lot. We did the first session with, with him in the room and listening. And he snored through most of it. Perfect. And and then I said, how do you feel? And he goes, better. And the next day he woke up, I said, how's your back? He goes, it's fine. But I can't, I don't like all that language he talks. So today he knew I was doing another one. He said, I don't want to listen to it. So yeah. I have I have it on loud and he's downstairs. He's going to get it anyway, isn't he? Mm, that's not but appropriate. It's not appropriate to do that? No, no, it's not. Listen, he made a choice to not have okay. those and he made a choice originally and you know as a human we have to respect everybody's decision period right and with him <laughs> saying no hold on with him saying no i'm not interested even if you were to put headphones on him and blast it super loud well guess what's not going to happen okay okay i do Thanks. but you, you yeah, no problem but you do bring up an, another point that was asked the other day um with regards to my group sessions yeah they're 75 dollars virtually put as many people in the room as you want I don't care who's in the room. Invite the family, right? Anybody with an earshot and are willing are going to get the healing. However, if you begin charging people to sit in that room with you, you'd be surprised what doesn't happen for anybody because of the way the energies are, are unbalanced. So definitely available for everyone. Just don't charge admittance and we're good. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for the question. It was very, very valid. Appreciate that. Amy has a great one. Um, thank you, Cheryl. Uh, Amy says, could you please talk more about the ego? I really don't understand what it is, the purpose it serves, why it might act the way it does. In our body, there are countless different consciousnesses. The consciousness of the single atom combined with other consciousness of the single atom to form the consciousness of a single molecule which then combines with other consciousnesses of molecules for matter. 
Moshetaria particles, so on and so forth. When we look at an organ, its totality, it is a single consciousness, the liver, the consciousness of the liver. But then when we dive deep, there's countless other consciousnesses in there, a collective, if you will. So with this foundational knowledge and understanding, the fact it's not just us in this body, the kin, or the Amy in this case. Now the ego is a consciousness that has been assigned to you by you from your guides and from yourselves. But it has an interesting perspective. It sees itself top of the food chain. When we look at our consciousness, 20% of our consciousness is in the physical body. This is what we're seeing with the eyes and feeling. The other 80% of our consciousness is immediately outside of us in our energy fields, the seven different layers and so on and so forth, depending on who you speak with. In totality, 100% of our consciousness, I call that you know, the upper layer, if you will, the upper us, what's outside of us. The ego does not know that exists. All the ego knows is what's in the body. And the ego has shown up, put on the I'm in charge hat, and it's now going to run the show to the best of its ability based on whatever rules it wants to create. Again, it's there to give us the experiences we need, but we don't necessarily desire, right? It may be there to heat that argument up or inflict that pain because it has to be done for a particular experience that was written or connected. So it is there for a very, very, very important purpose. But as you tame the ego, and as the ego becomes intuitively, instinctively aware that it's no longer at the top of the food chain, it does begin to slowly step backwards and allow you to go through your process. But it's not always gone. Now, I will will say that in, in true heartfulness, or today even, right? You know, I have a, a circle of uh, in, in, important people in my tribe. And when I get channel messages, information that is relevant to that topic of the tribe, I post it in there. And I always post it with the comment, please check my ego and let me know if this comment resonates with you. And typically, there's not an issue, but today, one of the members called me out in a very polite, beautiful, loving way. This is, hey, this is ego talking, the words you're using, the way you're presenting. So the point is, does it ever really go away? I do not believe so. But we always need to be looking for it, checking for it, right? So I hope that helps a little bit with the idea of the ego. Do we have any additional questions, anyone? There's no other on this end. Okay. It's going to be a shorter show today. As I mentioned in the beginning, for those of you that were here, I'm tapped out. They, they are working on me as we're speaking right now. And this is one of the reasons tonight's healing. The energies were a little softer than usual. It doesn't change anything with regards to the healing that's still happening. But many of you will be able to sleep tonight without the insomnia. 
So I appreciate all of you. Um, I'll be back for the podcast next Wednesday. And then for those of you in the Sarasota area, you know, it'll be beautiful to meet you in person. I appreciate all of you. And thank you for showing up for me. I'll always show up for you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ken. Bye-bye. Thank you.